This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. On the line, I've got Tamron Clintworth. She's an evangelist, the founder of In His Name Ministries, and an author. And I've got the book that she wrote here in front of me. But first, morning, Tamron. Hello, Brad. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Now, before we talk about your book, um, I uh, and not only me, someone even mentioned early on, oh, I followed Tamara on social media. I can't wait to hear her voice and what she has to say this morning. So we <laughs> see that you have been so busy even in Ethiopia towards the end of last year and your ministry, busy, busy, busy. Tell us a bit about that first. Yes, well, the ministry I head up is called In His Name Ministries, and we are an evangelistic organization. So we hold gospel crusades across Africa. The moment our primary focuses are South Africa and Ethiopia. And yes, we have extraordinary crusades, tens of thousands wow. receiving Jesus as Savior, the gospel being preached with signs and wonders following, the blind seeing, the lame walking, the deaf hearing, and the name yeah. of our Jesus being lifted on high as it should be. So where are you now? <laughs> I am now actually in Cape Town. Uh-huh. I'm too lazy to come into the station to speak to you face to face. That's okay. We would have, if you came face to face, we would chat so long we would forget to do any of the other radio stuff I'm supposed to do today. So maybe this is better. Very wise. Uh, Tam- Tamron, the book that you've written is called Why Christ Died, Salvation Explained. But we go to church and we've got our Bibles and we've heard the story, but there must be a reason why you decided to write a book about it. Yes. Well, Brad, I was incredibly blessed to grow up in church. I received Jesus as my Savior at the age of five in children's church. I still hmm. remember the day very clearly. Yeah. Um, so I grew up hearing about Jesus. You know, if somebody had asked me why are you going to heaven, you know, when you die, I would have said, oh, because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Yeah. But if they had pushed me, I would not have been able to explain fully what that means. You know, as believers, I don't think that most of us truly understand the connection between sin and death. Mm. We don't understand why God has to judge. You know, He is simultaneously our Creator, but also the judge of the heavens and the earth. He is obligated to judge wickedness, you know, to snuff out evil. But He does not want to judge us. He wants to save us. You know, hence the sending of his son, but to actually understand the connection between Christ's physical death on the cross and that giving us eternal life, I wanted believers to fully understand that connection and to really understand the gospel from the Garden of Eden, you know, to the ascension, mm. you know, to understand how sin crept into the world. You know, what was the point of the Old Testament sacrificial system? Yeah. You know, how did those in the Old Testament believe? unto salvation. And what did Jesus actually have to go through on the cross, both physically and spiritually? What happened between him and the Father on the cross? What took place there? Where did he go when he died? You know, that's the question that many believers can't answer. You know, theologians debate that. You know, why was it so important that he was resurrected? And so all these little questions, they might make up the foundation of our salvation, but it is an essential foundation to have, and the majority of believers, you know, and I can say this with confidence because mm. I grew up in the church. If you were to stop them now and just ask them those questions, you know, most of them won't be able to answer half. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I like, um, the book takes starts at the beginning in Genesis when sin entered the world, so it really starts to paint a picture 
of sin and of Jesus as the plan and the only plan necessary from the very, very beginning. So this is not just New Testament stuff. No, and, and that's also something I believe that the book, you know, will really help believers, you know, regarding is actually understanding that the Old Testament God and the New Testament God is the same God. Mm. You know, you often find believers saying, but, you know, I don't, I don't understand. You know, the God of the Old Testament was so different, you know, to the God of the New Testament. You know, he is and will always be, you know, the same, the yeah. same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, so in understanding how that plan was forged, you know, from the mm. very beginning, um, you know, and how you have this, this string, you know, of the land being foreshadowed, you know, from the Garden of Eden, you know, to the cross. Um, and if you follow that string, you know, you find the same God again and again and again proclaiming, you know, there is hope. Mm. There is hope for the sinner. You know, I don't want to snuff out the sinner. I want to save the sinner. You know, look to the Lamb and be saved. Yeah. Uh, Tamron, do you perhaps feel that we, we say, oh, I've got eternal life, thank you, Jesus, but now I want to live an abundant life, and we forget how actually focusing on our eternal life, what it actually means, and this book would help us understand it in every which way, would actually build our relationship with God, make it stronger, and then help us to fully appreciate living an abundant life, as opposed to saying, I'm saved by grace through faith, great, now I want to get on with other things. It feels like we need to change uh, the order of things and how we view it. You know, Brad, you spot spot on saying that. You know, I, I wrote this book for, for two purposes. You know, number one, you know, it is, yes, of course, a fantastic evangelistic tool. You know, if you know, somebody knows someone who is not a believer, is interested in what Christians believe, they can put this book in their hands and say, this is why Christians say Jesus is the only way to God. Mm. But then the second reason, and just as important, you know, I wrote this book so that believers can fully understand their salvation so that, their intimacy with the Lord can grow more intense. Yeah. You know, if, if you really understand the salvation plan, you will have an, an incredible revelation of the love that the Father has for us. Mm. You know, the love that both the Father and the Son have for us. You know, we often speak about, you know, Jesus' love for us, but we leave the Father out. You know, we will fully understand the love that the Father has for us. We will understand what both the Father and the Son had to go through, yes. what they had to do, you know, so that we could be one back to them for all eternity. You know, and having that revelation means that you cannot deal with God flippantly any longer. You know, you can't push him to the sidelines. You know, you understand the gravity of his passion for you, and that makes you live for him like no revelation mm. can make you live for him. You know, as believers, we, we have to go back to the basics. You know, and maybe that is one of the big problems why the church is in the state that it is in today in many countries. Yeah. And we have become so secular and so focused on me and what I want mm. and God fulfilling my dreams, you know, and giving me my desires. Mm. And if our foundations are wobbly, we don't have a true revelation of the love that God has for us, and also Him as judge. Yeah. I mean, that is the reality. God is judge, and there is this incredible tension, you know, throughout Scripture of God being the judge of the heavens and the earth, mm. not wanting to judge, to save. And once you understand God as the holy, righteous, almighty judge, 
and then sin as this, you know, this depravity, this wicked thing that he is obligated to snuff out. If he did not snuff it out, he would not be a worthy umpire of the heavens and the earth. But once one grasps that, you know, God cannot be pushed to the sidelines. You know, one falls to one knees in awe, and one says, my God, my God, thank you. Thank you for giving yourself for me. What can I do for you? Tell me anything. I sacrifice anything. I go to the ends of the earth. You know, my life is actually yours. You know, Mm. you you have won it. You have won my heart. You have won my life. You know, Lord, what can I do for you? Tamron, this is a 181-page love letter, isn't it? That's really what this is. <laughs> I, I haven't thought of it that way up until now, but you are, yes, once again, spot on, Brad. It, it really is. It is um, it's God's love letter to us, and you know we need to choose how to respond. You know, and as believers, we might already be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's I'm so grateful to the Lord that He made it easy to be saved. You know, we don't need to understand all the nitty-gritties. You know, we don't mm. need to know where Jesus went when He died. Yeah. You know, for us to be saved, we just need to have simple faith. Um, but, you know, truly un- understanding God's love for us, you know, the, the, the response is that we love Him more. Yeah. You know, it's like, like the, the sun shining on our faces. <laughs> you know, we reflect that light then back to the sun. Um, you know, it's um, it, it just he, he becomes irresistible. Yeah, it's called "Why Christ Died: Salvation Explained" by the lovely Tamron Clintworth. Uh, Tamron, where can our listeners get their hands on your book? Yes, well, it is available at uh, most bookstores in South Africa. So, Kum Books, mm-hmm. exclusive books, bargain books, and they can also get it from Loot and .co.za or Takealot.com. There you have it. Um, we have two copies to give away of Why Christ Died, Salvation Explained. All we need from you this morning is uh, for you to drop us a WhatsApp. You know the number, 0817291657. And you can tell us what is the name of this latest book from Tamron Clintworth. And uh, two of our readers will be blessed with a copy of these courtesy um, of Strake Christian Media. Uh, I have two beautiful, it's nothing like a new book, Tamron, man. You just smell the pages. Who'd want to ever read an e-book when you can hold a real book in your hands? <laughs> uh, I'm in full agreement with you there, Brad. <laughs> so nice to hold a brand new book in my hand, and I have two of them, and uh, look forward to blessing two of our listeners. So remind us of the name of that book, and give us your name, surname, and where you're from around the Western Cape to 0817291657. Something for yourself or to share with somebody else, as you've heard from Tamron. Tamron, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for an outstanding work. And may God bless your ministry as you go forward in 2022. Thank you very much, Brad. I appreciate it. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.